Hi everyone, welcome back to the Bipolar Diaries. I've got my mojito in hand. This is actually my third take. I've started the other, like I did two run-throughs, but they went for like two minutes and then I realized I sound like a fucking loser. So take three. Um, so I haven't posted for a while because yes, the rumors are true. I did have COVID. Um, I'm, I'm not gonna say much better now cause I'm not, but I'm better. Uh, but yeah, my last video or post, sorry, to my Instagram that I did for y'all that follow me is, um, a video of me like ugly crying in a pharmacy because they didn't have my medication, which let me explain first is that the reason that was so important to show was because I was trying to show the side effects that it, it, like you get from missing one day of medication. So I take an antidepressant for my PTSD and it also helps my narcolepsy. And when you miss one day of something like that, such a, and I take 150 of it. And when you take, when you miss one day, you start instantly within 16 hours to get, you get dizzy, you get headaches, you get, you feel sick, you feel irritated, you get depressed. Like it just, everything happens. So yeah, I, this was now my fourth day of missing it because each time I went back to get it, they, the doctor hadn't sent it over. Um, cause they had run out of the normal dose that I had. So I had to go down a dose. And so by this point I was just a flipping mess. Sorry, I'm sweating right now for those. This is a fun fact, but for those of you who don't know me, when I drink alcohol or eat meat, um, I sweat profusely. So like for those people that are looking to ask me out, don't take me to like a meat house or anything. It just won't be good. Anyway, back on track. So yeah, that was my last video. Um, this is my next podcast not a fucking clue what episode it is but this is a bonus episode so this doesn't follow the blog so this is fresh fucking content so y'all are lucky to be listening this is this is the first time you guys are hearing this shit so this is called a covid christmas it's a beautiful fairy tale about a gal alone on christmas um but yeah so i had covid and that's as the hundredth thing I've ever said. It's like, that's why I haven't posted. Um, but I wanted to just talk about my experience with that because obviously that plays a huge role on people's mental health. And it definitely affected me. I think it affected me later than at the time because I was so drained and sick that I didn't have time to process it. But basically a lot of people back in Australia, cause I know that in Australia, it's like not really there. It's fucking everywhere here. And so I, when I got COVID, my mum and like my friend, everyone was so shocked. Where then like here, people were replying to me being like, yes, yeah, same. <laughs> um, but I did happen to get it quite bad. Same with the person that I actually got it with. So I'll explain that now for those of y'all wondering. I went on a first date um, with someone that I do know, like we are acquaintances, but we kind of were like, hey, let's go on a date. And so everything we did was legal. That sounds like we did drugs or some shit like that. No, everything we did in terms of lockdown was legal. So I met him at Covent Garden and we went to look at the lights outside and there was like hundreds of people there, but we stuck to ourselves. It was just the two of us were on a date. We're not going to like talk to anyone else. Um, and we walked around, we like, we, he packed our own drinks. So we didn't actually go buy any drinks from anyone. And we were walking around just sticking to the two of us. We both had been at home that week working, hadn't seen anyone. So this was both, I think, our first times like out that week. And then the only thing we did do was we picked up a pizza, which was delicious. I mean, I was pretty drunk by this stage. 
but I, it was pretty nice. And then we stopped at a CBD shop. Why the fuck would we stop at a CBD shop, you ask? Because people, because I have bipolar, you, it's like really fucking hard to sleep. And I've tried to, like, I always go on and off my Seroquel medication, which is the medication that makes you fucking fat. And so, and it just is like, you shouldn't do it long term. So I need to find something that's going to help me sleep. Otherwise, I'm literally like, I sleep three hours, but like, I'm ready to go the next day. I'm so fine. So, and then I crush on like Sundays. Sundays, I just die. So I needed to find something and people recommended it. So I purchased this 50 pound, that's a hundred Australian dollars for anyone that's wondering, CBD oil. And it does jack shit. So that was a fucking waste of my money and a fucking waste of my time because I got COVID. So what happened was, this is where I think we got it from. We stopped at the shop, pretty lit by this point. And we were talking to this guy. He had like the, the social distancing, but we were kind of like, I am not going to lie. I was a bit drunk that I was kind of like leaning over the counter, like trying to listen to him. And he was explaining everything. He then was like, do you want a free CBD lolly? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. It was a lollipop. So we both proceeded to put our hands in a lollipop jar. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm like, what the fuck? You're an idiot. And grab a lollipop that's been touched by, I don't know how many people out of that jar. This might not be how we got it. We could have gotten it another way, but in my opinion, this is how it happened. I'm not going to lie, later that night when I got home after having this lollipop, because I'm pretty good with my alcohol, like I don't get so lit that like you would actually look at me and be like, you're pissed. I got home, my roommate was like, yeah, you're a bit drunk, but like, ha ha ha. I think it was a CBD lollipop, but I fucking fell asleep in my clothes and woke up at like 5am like, I was like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> it was so crazy. But yeah, this thing does shit. I just need to get myself some more lollipops. So that's how I believe I got COVID because then it was uh, like three or four days later and I hadn't heard from him. Not that I had messaged him, but I was like, this is weird. Like he hasn't messaged me, you know? And I was really sick at this point. I had um, like uh, body aches. I was had a headache. I just like everything was coming up. Um, I had a fever. And that's when I got my test back that I was positive. My first thing was actually the cough. I was sitting on the couch with Sophie and I'd ordered like two loads of McDonald's and I was sitting there and I, Sophie's my roommate, and I um, started eating my Oreo McFlurry and then suddenly I was like, <coughs> and Sophie just looks at me and I was like, it was the ice cream. It's just really cold. No, I had COVID. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, why the fuck hasn't this guy texted me? I texted him and I was like, hey, just checking if you've been sick because I, actually, I didn't even tell him I had COVID. I just said, have you been sick? He responds with a selfie in bed and he was like, I've, I'm dying. He was literally has not been able to move. He was worse, I think, off than I was. Um, he had like a permanent fever for a solid week, I think. So he, and I was like, okay, he hasn't ghosted me. That's fine. Um, so yeah, that was, I felt really bad for him. Cause I, yeah, I definitely think he was worse than I was. Um, but so we both rolled through that together. Um, like not physically together, just like checking in on each other. Um, but yeah, we, that's obviously where we got it from because we started symptoms both on like the Sunday night, pretty much in sync. So yeah. Anyway, so through that, I then obviously found out I couldn't spend Christmas with anyone, which was actually, it's really odd because usually Christmas is a really weird time for me. I like it, but I also fucking hate it. Like I don't enjoy Christmas day. I've always felt really, I think because I've always felt like really an outsider in my extended family. So when I go to 
those Christmas days, like one year, I just went home at 2pm and watched movies by myself because it's just not, I just don't feel comfortable. Um, and I get really worked up. It's like similar to my birthday. I get so worked up about it. Uh, so I'd rather just do nothing. Along comes this year and it's been served to me on a platter. You're not going to do anything for Christmas. You're going to be alone. I mean, what's new? I'm always alone. Um, and I, it weirdly though hit me. I like started crying cause you know, I'm not with my parents. I'm not with my sister. She was going to see, uh, her fiance's parents in Oxford. And I was meant to spend it with this really beautiful group of girls, you know, um, just a few of us having drinks and sharing a meal, that kind of crap. And we'd done like the Kris Kringle and stuff. Like I'd bought the most lit presents for people. So I just started crying and I, my roommate came home and I was like, don't like, I was like, close your door so I can go upstairs. Cause I just can't, if I looked at her, I was going to like be a mess. <laughs> so yeah, that sucked. So then she had to obviously move out for a bit and, and go stay with her boyfriend. Otherwise, oh, sorry, my, the light that makes me look really good just turned off. There we go. See, look how pretty I look. <laughs> anyway, um, jokes. Anyway, so yeah, um, I, she had to move out. So I was literally like alone and I had a great support system. Thank God. Like I had some friends who live up the road, these beautiful ladies come and drop me stuff um, that I needed. And I actually felt like not bad. Like I kind of was like laughing at some points and that's kind of what I do is just laugh at myself when stuff like this happens to me. But yeah. And so my mental health was actually in check. Like in my mind, I was thinking I'm fucking strong. I was like, you know, like, look at me, I've got bipolar and I'm fucking making it through being alone on Christmas. Like I just defy all odds. Anyway, that didn't last long. Um, so then I, that weekend is when I got my worst symptoms. As, as I said, I got every symptom, but I lost my taste. I lost my smell, like eat, having no taste is the weirdest thing ever. Physically putting an egg and bacon, avocado, cheese, chipotle sauce roll in your mouth and not tasting anything blows my mind. So I actually did lose weight because I didn't want to eat. Like, I don't, I don't even know what, I think hunger actually relates to just the taste because because I knew I wasn't going to be able to taste anything. I was like, I'm not eating. Um, and so it then got to the weekend and I rolled over in bed and suddenly it felt like someone was sitting on my chest and I could like hardly breathe. And I phoned my mom and I was on the phone to her, I think for like an hour and it was like 1am in the morning. And she said I was completely delirious. I was so out of it. I was crying, but then like my eyes were rolling back. I, and it just, I could, it felt like someone was just sitting on me and they wouldn't get up off me. Oh my gosh, sorry, it's so much soda water. It's just about to burp. Anyway, and so I physically just felt so trapped um, and nothing would work. Sitting up wouldn't work. Um, I had to call NHS. My cousin who's a doctor called me, my brother who's a doctor called me. I was on the phone to two nurses. A doctor then from NHS called me um, a few hours later and they were trying to decide if I should, you know, what I should do. And basically it just, I was nowhere near as critical as some other people. So it got to the point where it's like, you just have to ride through it. Like it's not gonna... You just take your Nurofen, take your paracetamol and just try and get through it. So that was a bitch. And my heart goes out to, like, I can't even imagine the people in hospital because I thought I was dying and I clearly was not. That was just an overdramatic person. But like, I can't even imagine the people in hospital, how they're like, the pain was just so excruciating. Um, and it was really, like, I was panicking because I thought like, oh my gosh, what if, you know, I'm alone or was my roommate home? 
yeah, Sophie was home, but she was de- out cold. And I was just like, I'm alone. And, you know, what if just for some reason, you know, this is my hypochondriac getting out of me. But I was like, what if for some reason I just suddenly like stop breathing? It was terrifying. So yeah, that was actually a really scary weekend. And then my sister came over the next day to drop stuff off. And that was so hard because I, I get it now watching those videos of people not being able to touch someone else, like having her stand there and her fiance, but being so like two meters away and not being able to come up to me and give me a hug while I was like bawling my eyes out. They were just like, they didn't know what to do. Cause they're just like, we can't touch you. But like, I feel they felt so bad, but Fun fact for anyone that has COVID, my sister, because she's so fucking smart, went up to um, the people at Boots, the pharmacy, and asked them how people have been treating COVID. And she gave me this thing called, I'm sure a lot of people know it here, dual defense, which is like a nasal spray. And then also gave me um, uh, some vitamin C sachets. They, I honestly credit them to making me feel like at least 40% better the next day. The next day I felt like a new person. I mean, I'm, I still was nowhere near like better, but I felt so much better in terms of how I felt over the weekend. So that was good. Anyway, I started to feel better and I was like seeing, I was like, oh my God, life is getting better. I'm over this. But then everyone kept telling me, you know, no, it's going to continue. Like it's a very long haul. Did I listen? No, I didn't because I'm a fucking idiot. Um, I got quite fucked up on New Year's Eve because I was like, I haven't seen anyone. I've been like, you know, shell. Like, I just, I needed to just like be around two friends even, you know, just to chill and just get pissed. <sighs> this did not end well for me, especially because I seem to have gotten quite drunk that I took far too much paracetamol at the same time on an empty stomach and Europe Plus, and it was so bad. Like, I do not, uh, it was just, I was such an idiot. And the next day I was, again, really sick. Like, I couldn't function. I was at, um, uh, my friend lives alone, and so, and I was uh, out of isolation. I'd actually tested negative at this point, and I was just, like, um, sitting with her, and I was going to sleep there, and then I just couldn't. Like, I had to go home because I felt that ill. Um, and so that put me back for the whole weekend. I was back in bed, back dying. Sorry, I should not use that term so lightly because there are people dying from this. So back being dramatic as fuck. And I then went back to work on the mon- on the Monday. Um, and I was like so tired that week, but whatever. We're getting through it. We're making headway. Anyway, so as I said, I'm still in recovery, like talking for long sentences right now. I can still, I'm actually doing pretty well. I think today's like the first day where I've told you I felt a lot better, but I do feel like lightheaded at times. Um, and I still have a cough when I go to sleep. Otherwise I'm all G. Um, but this past weekend I did get quite upset. I was actually really down. And I think this was the aftermath of everything. Um, and I found it really hard cause I felt really alone because I think this is, now this is my part where bipolar comes into it. Um, Not necessarily the actual bipolar, but in terms of how I think we feel about getting help from other people with, as people with mental health issues. So this weekend I was really down. Um, There was a huge list of things that kind of contributed to it. You know, like I just had my first week back at work, which, you know, is in lockdown. I still haven't met everyone at my work. Um, I'm running out of money because <laughs> I spent too much and we've been in lockdown. Like how the fuck do I even spend money? 
I get a lot of Deliveroo. That's probably why. Um, but I then also, I mean, have been ghosted a few times recently, so that fucking sucked too. Yeah, that was rough. I mean, this guy is such a... Anyway, another story. Um, so I've been ghosted. Uh, I'm not with my family. I haven't seen my sister properly besides when she dropped food off in a really long time. I miss my dog so much. My mum sent me these socks that have my dog's face on them and that just like brought me to tears. Um, and yeah, I spent Christmas alone. Like I was, I've been sick. It just all built up to be too much. But because I have these mental health issues, I can't... I find it really hard to reach out and ask for help with like friends and I can always call my mom and my sister but in these circumstances where I know I'm going to be fine I know I'm going to get through this like I knew after this weekend I was going to be all Jay but I just didn't want to call them because I felt that if I did they would panic and it not that I'm saying they would but you just worry that people are going to be like, oh my God, she is bipolar and she's upset. It has to be linked when it's, it's not like I have gone through a lot these past few weeks. So it's like, it's understandable that I would be upset. Um, and I think I need to give people more credit to, um, you know, being not freaking out in that way. But it also just like, I feel guilty because I've had to rely on people a lot in my life to make me feel, um, to help me get through things. I, don't like to rely on people. I, my roommate says like, she's like, I know you don't like, I really struggle with it. I hate it. So, you know, I have these beautiful friends that will be like, call me whenever you need me. And I'm like, for sure. I'm never calling. Like I can't, I physically can't reach out. It's just the guilt is too much. I'm not like, because I'm embarrassed about like being upset. I'm more just like, I feel guilty that I have to let you listen to me. But it's weird because I would always, I want, I would want my friends to reach out. Or a lot of my friends do reach out to me and I always like am there for them. I, I love listening to them and like helping them and things like that. So I don't know why I feel like I don't deserve that. And I feel like that's probably a really common thing with people with mental health because you've had to do it so often that you just instantly, yeah, I don't feel like I deserve that help anymore. And I should try and get through, through things on my own. And like, I am getting through it on my own, but you know, sometimes you do need to vent and talk, which I really understood this weekend. I mean, I'm not, I'm probably still not going to reach out, but thankfully, so this weekend I, um, was kind of keeping to myself a bit. I did see two people and like broke down for like half a second in front of them and then like pulled it together. I just kind of told them like I felt depressed and then, um, I was out Actually, I was in my bed one, on Sunday morning and I was watching Golden Retriever videos and I was in tears. I literally, and then people were sending me messages like my friend from Australia, it was her birthday. And she, you know, had also been in lockdown with the whole Northern Beaches thing. And she said to me, um, you know, she was like, this is my first day out for my birthday. And then she was like, can't like, you know, I hope you're okay with what you're going through. And I started crying reading it, just like someone acknowledging that I was going through something. And so, yeah, a mix between golden retriever videos and someone being nice to me was just making me cry. So I went down to um, get my grocery shopping for the week and I was, <laughs> I would be walking and I would start crying to myself and then be like, I'm okay. And I was like scared someone was going to see me crying. And then I was standing against the wall waiting for M&S to open and I was crying to myself in the line. <laughs> oh God, you got to laugh. Um, and then I was leaving and I ran into my roommate and I've been avoiding her because I know whenever I see her, I will start crying if I start talking to her because she's like one of my closest friends in the world. It will just happen. 
Anyway, I saw her and her boyfriend, they were walking down as well to get um, groceries. And I was like, hey, in my head, I was like, fuck. And I was like, hi guys. And they're like, hey, like, you know, we didn't even hear you leave. And I was like, yeah, I just came to get groceries. And then I just go, yeah, I've been crying all morning. <laughs> I just started crying. And then she, my friend was like, oh my God. Like, and she was like, let's go home. She was like to her boyfriend, you go get the stuff. I'm going to go home with Anna. We went home. I cried the whole way home walking back. Just talking shit. Like, say, I don't even know what the fuck I told her. Like, I was just like, ex and she was like, you've been through so, like, give yourself a break. Like, and I kept saying, like, I'm so sorry for crying. I always apologize when I cry. I'm like, I think that's probably everyone, actually. I'm, like, I'm so sorry for crying. And she's like, you, no, don't apologize. Like, you've been sick. Like, this was bound to happen eventually. Anyway, we got home. We sat on the couch with a coffee. We spoke it all through. And I explained to her, I was like, you know, I just... Um, I haven't spoken to my mom or my sister because I just don't want them to like worry. And I just, you know, I don't also want to be asked like on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday if I'm okay. Like I don't want mum to be calling me because of course she's going to. I'm her daughter. I'm her favourite. Calling me being like, are you okay? Are you crying? Are you like feeling better? I don't want that. I just wanted to be able to like say it and someone be like, I'm really like acknowledge that they heard it and be like, let's distract you from it and then done. Um, so yeah, it was really good. I just got to sat with my, um, my friend and just chat to her and vent. And by the end of it, I was like completely back to normal. I was laughing. Um, we were just talking shit and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, I think what was really hard about this whole like process and what worries me about for people with mental health and COVID, like I think for anyone in general, everyone should be watching out for the mental health, but especially people that, you know, are going through because I found out you know you're finding it hard to get out of bed every day when you're that sick obviously you know I couldn't smell or taste anything so I couldn't taste my bad breath and I couldn't smell like my BO so I didn't shower for over 24 hours one day because I didn't have the strength to do it and I was like I can't taste how bad my breath smells so I'm not showering um <laughs> so that is really like uh, what's the word that just like causes, it's a recipe for disaster with mental health. You need to be in a routine. You need to be working out. You need to be having your sleep not so um, all over the place. You know, I was sleeping for like 18 hours and would wake up at 1am and stay awake for three hours and then go back to sleep and then wake up at this point. Like it was just insane. And you know, you're not eating right. So it is really hard. And I think during that time when you're sick, because you're so sick, I, I don't think you're going to, like, it's not going to hit you. But I think after you feel like you're recovering, it will hit you. I really think it will. Because, like, you know, you're, you were alone. You were, um, you know, you've been sick. You've had this illness that is affecting the entire world. And you weren't able to follow your daily life. And things were just, I don't know. I mean, I just sounded so fucking wise. And I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> But in all seriousness, I just think we need to give each other more credit and, you know, be strong. I mean, we're already being strong. What am I talking about? But I don't really, you know, my point to this was just to watch out, I think, because I think I'm in a great place and I, I already knew I was going to be fine, like when I was upset, but it still, it came up on me like really quickly because I was fine on Thursday, Friday, a Friday, I was actually fine. It was Saturday. I just suddenly turned and I was on the verge of tears every second of the day. And I have no idea why until I like kind of spoke it out, talked, talked it out. But yeah, it was just, 
it hit me really quickly. And I was like depressed, but, and I was, I was a type of depressed that I haven't, I, that scares me. You know what I mean? That type of depression where I was like, I don't want to wake up. Like I want to sleep forever and I don't want to face the day. And so that, it only lasted two days, but I think just everyone needs to watch out. And I know for people with, yeah, with mental health, it's really hard to reach out. I find it really hard especially to friends, especially to people when you know you're okay, but you just need to talk about it. I know it's so hard, but I really recommend doing it because honestly, after I spoke to my friend, I felt so much better. Um, but yeah, even just talk to anyone, like just don't do what I did. Don't sit in your room. Don't watch Golden Retriever videos. Just let it out. Anyway, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of um, A COVID Christmas. A tale for the times um but yeah i hopefully will be back next week jokes it totally will be because i can't get enough of hearing the sound of my own voice um anyone else notice my hair's gotten really long because i can't get a haircut i'm actually feeling it look how shiny it is um anyway so yeah if you um i mean if anyone else listening to this has my contact details definitely reach out to me because i'm in lockdown i work but like you know the rest of the time i'm doing nothing so if you just want to chat just holler at me. I don't know why I keep saying all these like holler and y'all. It's like, oh God, I'm not cool. God, that was good. Anyway, I'll speak to you guys next week for anyone that's listening. I don't even know why I say that. Um, but thank you for joining and thank you for listening. And I hope you liked it.